Get stuffed. Hello and welcome back to Double Stuff Cinema. This is episode number 66. I'm Tyler. I'm Neil. I'm Shrey. And I'm Andrew. And this week we're here to discuss WandaVision and we're joined by a special guest. She's been on the show many times. You definitely have heard her voice. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, it's Christina. I'm back. Christina, this is, what episode is this for you? I feel like this is like maybe episode seven or something. Yeah. I think it's seven or eight. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. I was going to go back and look, but then there were way too many episodes to look through. Mm-hmm. Moving up the leaderboard, I guess, at this point, just steadily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like I said, we're here to talk about WandaVision. Uh, the show wrapped up about like four weeks ago now, I think, which is crazy because it, it feels like it was such a big part of our lives for like those nine weeks, or at least for four of us. Andrew didn't watch it until like two weeks ago well i watched it all at once so yeah we're, we're gonna get into the whole difference between watching it as it came out versus binging it because i feel like there's some differences there in the I whole experience it's very different yeah um but i think to start things off we're just going to kind of go through our overall rankings of the episode and then we'll end ratings for each episodes and then uh we'll you know explain why we picked it and then have talk about all of our opinions on the show later so who wants to go first i think neil looks particularly ready to share <laughs> yeah i can go uh i like the show a lot um le- like leading up to it i wasn't super excited about it but after watching the first two episodes um i got like really invested in it which is kind of i'm more invested and that I was more invested in that show than I am right now so far in Falcon Winter Soldier. So, but like, yeah, overall, I feel like I wasn't looking too much forward to it, but I got into it really quick and I think overall I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And your rankings, Neil? Oh, my rankings? That, that's mainly yeah. what I wanted you to share. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll I wanted to right let you finish it. the thought, but. Um, so I'll go by episode number just to make it easier. So the last episode I have is episode four. Um, and I put that at three stars. Then I have episode one at three and a half. Episode two at three and a half. Um, then I have episode three at four. Then I have episode seven at four. Then I have episode nine at four and a half, episode six at four and a half, and then episode eight at five, and then episode five also at five stars. All right. Uh, Why don't we let Christina go next? Okay. I also had episode four at the bottom. I gave it two and a half stars. And then above that, I have episode five. I'm going to be honest. I don't really remember what happens in that one. Just as a little note there. Also at two and a half stars. And then above that, I have episode seven with 2.9 because I didn't want to give it three. And then 
<laughs> episode, <laughs> I know, episode nine is at three stars. I gave episode one three and a half stars. And then I have episode two, also three and a half stars. Episode eight, I gave four stars. And then in second place, I have episode three, also with four stars. And I gave episode six first place with 4.8 stars because, again, I didn't want to give it five stars. Interesting. I think the rest of us all went by the halves scales in five, but uh, we'll, we'll accept, like, 0.8s and 0.9s. No, I went by <laughs> some weird points, too. I all right, think. Andrew, if you got the same ranking system. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so I did watch it kind of all at once in, like, two days. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it kind of went in and out of my mm -hmm. brain. So some of the episodes, I kind of had to, like, try and remember what was going on in them. So that was while I was trying to make this ranking. But so at the bottom, I did episode seven. Um, and then a, that was a 3.3 for me. Um, above that, I have episode four, which is a 3.3. And above that is episode nine, which is also a 3.3. Um, and then sixth, I have episode eight, which I said was 3.4. Uh, fifth is episode three at 3.5. Uh, number four was episode six, 3.7. Number three was episode five at four. And number two was episode one at four. And number one, I have episode two at 4.1. Right. You guys are giving me weird looks. Neil. I think <laughs> I think Andrew and I had pretty similar lists, so I'll go next. But um, basically, like, my top five was the same as his top five, and his bottom four were the same as my bottom four, just different orders. Um, wow. So in ninth, I had episode four uh, with a 2.5. Uh, for 8, I had episode 9 with 3. Uh, for 7th, I had 8 with 3.5. 6, I had 7 with 3.5. Uh, 5, I had 5 with 3.5. 4, I had 3 with 4. Uh, and 3, I had episode 1 with 4. Episode 6 was my second with 4. And my first place was episode 2 with 4.5. So Andrew and I were pretty similar, I would say. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler. Are you, you ready to disagree with us completely? Yeah, you look. Uh, <laughs> you look yeah, like you're well, in pain a little bit. No, no, I'm not in pain. I just you're I think cringing. that if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that there What's is usually a, a big disagreement at this point <laughs> in the episode. Um, where, yeah, I had one and two actually as my bottom two episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to talk we're gonna about get this, but yeah, yeah. Um, so it, yeah, in ninth place I had episode one, and in eighth place I had episode two. Both of them with a two star uh, rating. Uh, let's see. Episode six is next with three. Episode four is next with three point five. Five is after that with three point five. Uh, episode seven has a four star rating. Uh, my third place is episode three with a four star rating. And then episode eight is 4.5 at number two, and nine is 4.5 at number one. Ooh. Tie. Whoa. Tie. That's a 
That's a controversial take there. We gotta get into we, that. We love a hot take. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think maybe the best way to go about this is maybe just go kind of like week by week and you know kind of like as if we were watching it and just kind of discuss Straight. it as we go. This doesn't work for me. Well, Andrew, it works. You can kind of we can di- we discuss just each episode kind of. After you guys go week by week, I'll do all my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad idea. Uh, all right, so let's let's start at one and two. So uh, I had four and four point five respectively for those. They were relatively high in my rankings. Um, the reason I really liked one and two is kind of what Neil alluded to. Like one division, it seemed intriguing, but like the premise didn't seem like it was anything that would work or anything that would be interesting enough for the MCU. Like it seemed so radically different that you didn't understand how it would work and be an interesting piece of the MCU. And one and two, I think were so weird and confusing that they really just hooked you in and actually like set the tone for what I think the show really should have been for the whole time, which it didn't end up being, but I think the promise of those first two episodes is why I like them so much. And especially two, because I think two had it like two really nailed the time period it was going for while also being funny. It was a piece of the MCU. It had the mystery element of it. It had good enough teases at what the greater story was while not, uh, you know, giving it all away. So, yeah, I think with one and two, I had them in my second worst and my third worst respectively. So kind of the opposite of Shrey. Um, and that's not because they were bad, but more because the other ones were a lot better, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like Shrey said, like, it did a good job of, like, obviously, like, you know, drawing me into the show. Um, I just thought that some of the humor was, like, outdated. But that could be, like, what they were going for, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I, I do think it was the point, and I think that's why I liked it, that it didn't feel like Marvel was just going for, you know, like the most basic, most popular thing it could do, it could be, you know? And that's why I liked it, because it showed that they're capable of doing different stuff, which is, I think, why I kind of had the opposite reaction to Tyler, where, like, I had nine lower, because that became typical MCU stuff, whereas one and two felt very different from anything we'd seen so far which I think is what really drew me into WandaVision. Yeah, I, I, I kind of had the, the same reaction as Shrey, which might be why we're similar, but I guess I, I probably had a bit more idea of what the show was going to be before I watched it, but mm-hmm. I definitely feel like definitely episodes one and two and probably episode three more even uh, were very much... Uh, not really letting you know what's really going on and kind of being like a separate show. Like, I almost feel like those episodes could have been taken out of the universe itself and been like a non-canon piece, which I I think I would have liked a lot. Uh, And I think kind of after breaking through, it sort of does a genre switch, more of an action, typical typical MCU kind of stuff, which... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I 
I really liked the early ones because they were a little bit nostalgic for me. I know I'm not that old, but I know. I, I like, I used to watch like, Sabrina, back to your childhood. I didn't know you were the same age like, as my father. No. My grandfather. Sometimes my mom would put on like old shows and I really enjoyed the humor in them. Which, Andrew's like, an old soul at heart. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> They had, like, a, a special charm with episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. And not being in color, that was a weird touch. Yeah. I, I think also with one, um, the authenticity of the production, because, that like they say, it's filmed before a live studio audience, and it actually was. Um, it definitely feels a bit more, you know, alive than modern sitcoms where you have, like, the laugh track just added in. It definitely it feels like they're happening at more natural moments rather than just every second like you have in like the big bang theory when there's like no jokes happening <laughs> here they laugh when there's an actual joke and it, because of that it feels like an actual piece of media from that time rather than just you know a recreation of it which i thought was interesting yeah i, I think that like artistically and and as as like a, a kind of a nice like ode to shows from the 50s and 60s um it did a very good job these first two episodes it for me i don't think that these episodes really did much like i i like that the mystery they kind of set up and i like that the, that they're trying to try something different in the marvel universe but personally i found the episodes to drag a lot especially considering they were like very long i think the first one was like um, no, I think they were like 30 minutes each. Oh, were they yeah. 30 minutes? Okay. Yeah. Well, then that just goes to show that I really just had to kind of kind of sit through them yeah. And, yeah. and and really just try to... I mean, I, I appreciate what they were trying to do. I appreciate the vision, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but I think that compared to some of the other stuff Marvel has done, it was so different and so jarring that personally, and I'm not trying to say these are like... These are, these are poorly made they just didn't work for me yeah i can understand that like mm-hmm. if it's not something you're really expecting you're not always going to really enjoy that you know exactly um, yeah i think one of the big markers of success of these two episodes for me was that it was a struggle to get my family to like be interested in watching this show uh because i like explained the premise before the first two episodes came out and they're like why and then we watched the first episode because the first two came out at the same time and my mom had fallen asleep but she falls asleep and everything but my dad and my sister sat and watched the whole episode and they were both like interested enough to want to keep watching which doesn't always happen especially with my sister with like mcu stuff so i found that to be a very cool thing where like it even though it's like weirder than normal mcu stuff it still managed to hook in like my sister who's not that into marvel stuff Mm -hmm. exactly yeah Yeah. even if like you know for marvel fans it might have taken you out of it because it's not the marvel stuff you're expecting this Uh, is a tough one because i i see both sides sorry christina go ahead yeah, no, kind of going off of what you said, Tyler, I had both of them ranked at a 3.5. And the reason I didn't put them higher is because I, I understand that they kind of needed these to, like, get the, like, 
I guess, vibe going. But not a lot really happened that was important to the story. Mm -hmm. I get that. I, I would say that's probably the biggest downside to them, is that they don't advance the plot terribly. But as set yeah. up, they work for me. I agree mm -hmm. with that. And part of it could also be like trying to target the style of show. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very much more an episodic type of media. Uh, so it's yeah. a little more difficult to have an overarching plot through this. Mm -hmm. I, I will say, I think like by around like week five or six, the show already felt so different than what it was introduced as. You know, like, the feeling was very different. One thing that was... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, one thing that was crazy was the, um, just the theories that people would come up with every single week. Um, obviously, we can discuss those in detail, but I remember, like, between episodes, there were, you know just all these theories about what was going to happen in later episodes. Some of them panned out, most of them mm -hmm. didn't, but the show almost like evolved separately with the theories, you know, yeah. in a way. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then what it ended up being was like very different than what a lot of people predicted. And I know it's very different from like what I predicted and, and what's the things we talked about earlier um, yeah. ended up happening. Yeah. And that's like right from the get go too. I remember like how we talked about, like they didn't do a lot to advance the story. But right after the second episode, it was like all these things that people were predicting were going to pop up in the next upcoming stuff, even though there wasn't much to go off of. Yeah, um, it definitely was like, I would say even more so than Mando, it was very much like predicting, like, like constant predictions and theories, which was very interesting because, you know, that happens with some shows like you know game of thrones kind of had it but it's very interesting to see that happen with marvel happen in real time whereas like in the past because it was only in movies you'd be predicting what would happen like in six months in a future movie here it's like you're predicting stuff something happens next week and immediately you have to like start changing or adapting your theory to based off of what happened um all right well let's let's move on to let's just go in groups of two so three and four so or actually no we should probably do three and four separately because i feel like they're very separate episodes um so yeah again three i had relatively high uh because i thought it contributed to that same overall uneasiness of the show very well i would say it maybe is the um no it, it's one of the weirder episodes you know like uh in terms of the whole vibe and the plot overall, which I think is why I liked it, but um, I liked it a little bit less than those first two setup ones. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I have three at number three overall. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I think I gave it like four stars. Um, personally, I think it, it, it was made better by the fact that it, for me, felt like a completely different uh, completely shift from the first two episodes um, where you kind of have, like I described, just something I wasn't super interested in. Then you get this this episode and it it's in color. It introduces new characters. There's kind of like more references to the fact that this is not going to be, like Andrew kind of said, like its own little spin-off, like own little sitcom type universe thing. 
Um, and for me, that that really elevated three. Mm -hmm. How about you guys? I had three ranked at number two. I'm trying to mm -hmm. think how I should explain this. It's the first one in color, so I feel like that's the first clue that you knew things were kind of going to change. Yeah. And this is the one where she gives birth, yes? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so there, there, there's that whole thing that happens. And then what I really love, there's that scene where Vision's outside mm -hmm. and his neighbors allude that there's something up with, like, what what's her name in the show? Uh, Monica, but Geraldine. they don't call her that. Yeah. And I just think that scene was done so well and it like creeped me out. Obviously it creeped Vision out because they're like, there's a creepy lady with your newborns. Mm. So that's part of the reason it's ranked so high. I also really liked Wanda's dress. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it. Yeah, say all the, all the looks were really good in those period episodes. Like, they really nailed the looks for each one. Andrew, Neil? Um, so I had episode three, I think, the fourth worst. So kind of low, uh, opposite to you guys. Honestly, I think my only real, like, problem with it, which is its, like, biggest problem, in my opinion, is how fast the whole... Uh, is how fast the whole pregnancy took place. Because I think we... Neil's a med well, okay, student. He can't stand for any medical inaccuracies. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that. It's not about the, it's not the science behind it. But we found out she was pregnant, like, the end of episode two, right? Yeah. That's when she said, yeah. And then she gives birth, like, in the show, like, I think right before the episode ends, probably. Mm -hmm. And for, for some reason... I just feel like if they like, if they had introduced the pregnancy a little bit earlier in the show, maybe, and they could have like built around it, like how her life was going to change because of the kids, I thought I would have enjoyed that more than it feeling like it was just rushed through the whole, like the, the whole like ordeal. And like, I understand like that happens because she has like powers, I guess, to make that happen. Um, <laughs> But that's that's just what I would have preferred in that yeah. kind of uh, scenario. It's, it's Thanos basically saying reality can be whatever I want it to be. <laughs> yeah, Neil, that is like exactly how I was feeling on that episode. I ranked it as five right in the middle because I didn't think it was like a bad one. But the really yeah. quick kind of pregnancy and that whole situation just kind of happening really fast kind of threw me off. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty middle ground episode, you know. Like, yeah, we some of us had it high, some of us had it low, some of us had it in the middle. We're pretty, pretty close in opinion on this one, I would say. Uh, now, the big one up coming up is four, which I feel like there's strong opinions on this one. I almost, bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, but <laughs> I I really hated it. I mean, the more I thought about it, personally, Christina obviously kind of shares that opinion. Who who mm -hmm. else had it as their bottom one? I forget. 
Oh wait, Mine's you guys second. had it like dead last because I also yeah. had it dead, dead last. last. Yeah, Mine's second yeah. last, but it's not fun. Yeah. Tyler, where I you have going? it at uh, six out of nine, so kind of yeah. kind oh, of in okay. the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all relatively in the same area. Mm. Yeah. Um, I didn't like this one because it like completely broke what I feel like they kind of set up in the first three episodes, like the whole mm-hmm. feel and mood of the show. Uh, as soon as they kind of brought it out of that world, it it really kind of was a big back step for me. And like the way they were going with the show, they would have to do that eventually, but maybe doing it like a little more gradually or something would have made I, it yeah. better for me. I don't know. I, I agree. I mean, I didn't like this because I felt like it killed all of the momentum of the mystery of those first mm-hmm. few episodes. And I get why it happened where it happened because like episode three ends with uh, Wanda kicking Monica out of the hex. So then I guess it makes sense to like, you know, follow Monica and see where her story goes from there or like how she got to that point. But it it ruined so much of the mystery of what was really going on because I feel like once you got that outside picture, you kind of could figure out a good deal of what was going on you know mm-hmm. like seeing that there's like a physical barrier that and that i think started getting people into the theory that it's wanda doing it herself which is what it ended up being spoiler alert but yeah it it really it started downhill trend for me because i think the first three nailed the mystery and weirdness of it so much and then from here on out they kind of gave up on that for the most part like now it was mostly just they were weird occasionally but the mystery mostly everyone could figure out i will say the one redeeming thing um the reason i had this episode a little bit higher is because it shows some of the blip um Mm -hmm. at the very beginning i really liked how this this one this show and then also how uh, far from home kind of showed what was going on um, to the rest of the world. Uh, and, and for me, like, I, although it wasn't super important to the story specifically, I just like that this is still tied to the MCU, it's still showing the big events that are going on mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, I mean, like, when, like, we were watching Monica, and every, like, in her kind of world and how she got to that point, it for me personally it didn't even feel like an mcu type of like setting and episode like it felt like um i mean i don't watch any of these shows but like the regular like csi fbi yeah, kind of thing they kind of feel mm-hmm. like ncis and and that's why for me it was especially like way at the bottom not only because it took away from like the feel that was originally set up but because it introduced like a very um typical feel that we're used to in like dramatic uh tv show episodes like today uh and uh you know even though it's way at the bottom for me i had it at a three and a half because of what it did for the story and because it got people talking more about like um like the potential theories like surrounding the whole uh like story and everything but uh i think it just took too much away from the original feel of the show mm-hmm. I, I think one of the negatives of it also is that after that episode it based like 
it just ends where the previous one ended as well. Like, you you don't get, there's no progression of story, really. You're just going back and filling in the blanks, which I feel like you could do in much more creative ways rather than just showing it. I feel like implying it would also work for some stuff. What And then also using part of the episode to move the story forward rather than just ending it at the exact same spot, which hurt it for me. But I will give it the positive of in reintroducing Jimmy Woo, which ended up being like yeah. a really big positive <laughs> for the show because obviously everyone on the internet fell in love with him. Um, maybe the first episode wasn't like enough to like really warrant it, but I feel like as the show went on, he's definitely earned that love. And of course, Monica is also a very cool character, and I I feel like they could have done better for her character by the end of the show. They did they did a good job of setting her up, but really by the end they kind of gave up on it, which is disappointing yeah. to me. But we'll get into I agree. that. Uh, all right. So then I think we can talk about five and six together, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five and six go together, and then I would say like seven, eight, and nine are pretty much the finale trilogy even like the the group behind the series has kind of described it that way so uh five and six five was the one where uh that's the one where they get the dog and uh wanda envisions like relationship is feeling very weird the kids grow up fast right yeah yeah and then six was the halloween one uh who wants to explain the spoiler at the end of five? I don't remember the spoiler, Shrey. Why don't you? Spoil yeah, what? It? <laughs> Neil, do you remember it? There's... Don't don't tell me you wasn't... guys don't. Shrey, this wasn't really a spoiler for me. Uh, Shrey, I what? I yeah. watched them all at once. Neil, are you talking about Sparky? No. Uh, oh, it's not Sparky. I'm trying to think of it. It's Quicksilver coming back. Oh, oh yeah, the P- yeah, oh! yeah, Quicksilver. Yeah. Is that not Sparky? Right. No. <laughs> Sparky's the dog, Andrew. Same difference. <laughs> they could have the same name. All right, right so, um, Neil, you want to explain that? Sure, yeah. Big so, spoiler I mean, Basically, yeah, <laughs> big spoiler <laughs> alert, I guess. Um, when, who is it? Wait, I forgot how he got to the door. He just gets to the door. He just he just, just gets up. to the door. He's just there. Okay, and they just yeah. She just opens it and then sees like, uh, her brother. But her brother is not played by the same actor that played him in Age of Ultron. Instead, it's played by the actor from the X Men series, yeah. um, which kind of made people go like, "What?" Because that's kind of a big that ties into like the whole multiverse kind of um, situation. Yeah, that definitely. There's big problems with that, I would say, that we're going to talk about later, but that's a major event that happened there. And I would say, in the moment, if you look at it just objectively for that episode, I think that's a good moment for that episode. Because it brings up a lot of questions and it kind of is getting close to that, you know, mystery and weirdness of those first three. Yeah. Okay, I do want to say, episode five... Shrey kept telling me this wasn't Full House, but this was totally about Full House. 100%. The whole episode 
was shot like a full house episode. The th- Quicksilver showing up was exactly like like an uncle showing up or something that would happen. Yeah. Like she sat down with the kids and had to tell them something depressing. This is the same as a full house episode <laughs> and I loved it. The only reason I'm saying it wasn't full house is because they I think they said like what each episode was like mostly based off of because there's an explanation like in canon in I think episode 8 where like she opens that thing the briefcase and there's all the videotapes of all the various shows so each episode is kind of inspired by one of those shows at least at least that she's watched and so they don't have full house because technically full house can't really exist in their universe because Elizabeth Olsen's sisters are on the show I guess that would break yeah. their universe for them so oh. the intro is like exactly the same. Okay, though. but even if it's not canonly based on Full House, the episode was totally based on Full House. <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember what they said. It was like inspired by specifically what shows, but definitely Full yeah. House. I've seen enough Full House <laughs> to know a shrew. So Andrew, did you like this episode very much because you've seen so much Full House? I liked it. I had this at number three. Okay. Um, and I also put episode six as number four because I watched a lot of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I had but, six at number two and five at number five, personally. Yeah. I think they're also, I thought it was interesting, uh, because Vision kind of got to, Vision got to do the more, plot a lot more, yeah, in yeah. these two episodes than any of the previous ones. And it probably more than in the later episodes too i would say these are kind yep. of his key moments where he's like really trying to understand what's going on mm-hmm. uh, so i like that also because i think who is vision's actor i should paul bettany yeah i think he did a pretty great job throughout the show i i really uh, think he's really overall. like he's a really funny actor and he hasn't been able to be funny in the marvel movies so I think the opportunity to finally get let him to play like sitcom stuff was really fun. Mm-hmm. So you get that in the earlier episodes, and then now you kind of get let him get to play Vision with a bit more depth beyond like you know using him as a plot device as they did in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I had so I had episode five actually as my number one, like my favorite. Um, <laughs> and then was episode it, was six it was my. I, I know that the intro was full house. I see Christina's shaking her head. But... Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, little do you know, Neil actually hates full house. Actually, no, I love full house. Are you kidding? How could you house, hate yeah. full house? Yeah, you can't hate full I hate fuller house, but I like full house. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. We could do another show so, on that. Yeah, we could do another podcast <laughs> on that one. Um, so, yeah, I liked episode five and six a lot. Because I think, like, episode five was all about Vision kind of discovering, like, all the little imperfect, um, Parts of like, his details. Reality. Yeah. But like, both of them kind of were. I would say both oh, of them were. Who? Five, five oh, like and six Wanda. were both about Vision yeah, discovering. Yeah, right. So, like, five is, like, kind of, like, Vision, like, noticing the kind of, um. It's him yeah. finally, like, questioning like, tough Wanda. parts of. 
five is him right. really like, kind of well, discovering like, it, and then six is him yeah. like kind of knowing and being uh, annoyed. Six was like the it. super yeah, like like the dramatic like kind of yeah. like oh shit, like I gotta do something, and that's mm-hmm. why I like six a lot because of the whole um, thing of or the the whole thing at the end of him like almost like dying, I guess, kind of because <laughs> he was out of the force field. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed five a lot because I. I was like kind of rooting for Vision to notice every little mm-hmm. uh, crack in like the eggshell, you know, and um, I don't know. It, just, it kept me like really engaged within the whole thing. It was honestly my favorite episode. Yeah. Okay, so I have episode five ranked as number eight, <laughs> and wow. yeah, I really did not like this episode. And part you of the reason that this one something? just like. Definitely. I have no I have no issue with Full House, but this one missed the mark for me <laughs> because I said this at the beginning when we started recording and I totally forgot about the reveal at the end. I didn't watch X-Men, so that whole Quicksilver thing like did not matter at all to me. Like I didn't realize until a couple days later when I was on Twitter who he was. Did I explain this to you, Christina? Did did I have to explain this to you at some point? No, I, 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 I figured it out. The internet helped okay. me, but like yeah. when I watched I actually, it, there was I wasn't like, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't I know didn't about the X Men like... thing until right now, actually. Oh, when Shrey said it, oh, so <laughs> I didn't think it was that big. I thought they picked a different actor because she was like using someone else's body and putting his soul inside of it i was really we're, we're gonna have to talk about that the the yeah. whole quicksilver ordeal is gonna be a whole thing we gotta talk about that there's some problems there i would say at least i think i would say you and i have problems christina and andrew who maybe like weren't so aware of it in the first place what are your or, problems with it we, we got problems we'll talk about it. we'll explain them okay but i would say in the moment the i do is good I do have episode six ranked at number one, though. And mm-hmm. part of that is it got bonus points because Halloween. Oh, Very true. yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves a holiday episode, and I'm, I'm glad they picked Halloween because I can't think of many great Halloween episodes other than, like, Parks and Rec episodes. But, yeah. yeah. It's always good to see Halloween get some proper representation. Tom and Jerry Halloween episode. <laughs> Tom and Jerry Halloween movies. Isn't there? I'm uh, sure one, there's plenty of them. Yeah. Well, one thing I really liked about episode six, too, was kind of like the way they portrayed it when he, when Vision traveled like far away from where Wanda was and people mm-hmm. were like glitching and moving really slow. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think. Just nicely done, I think. I think that was really good. And I think. Um, the the last like few minutes like the last maybe 10 minutes of that episode where like he finally makes it to the edge and he starts breaking through i think that's a really cool moment yeah and no one helps yeah what the hell you would think hayward would try to grab him considering he's been tracking him and he wants him yeah that was confusing like even after they kind of explained it yeah um all right so then Seven, eight, and nine are kind of like a big final trilogy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Seven is seven is weird just because you don't really know what's going on with Wanda. She's a bit like frazzled and stuff. Um, 
vision is with Darcy. He's trying to get back to Wanda after almost dying outside the hex. And there's just all that sort of weird stuff. And then we get the reveal at the end of the episode that Agnes, played by uh, Catherine Hahn, has been Agatha all along. She's Agatha Harkness, Mm -hmm. um, which is a good reveal, but also one that people, I think, predicted maybe before the show even came out when they heard her name was Agnes. So um, it was a predictable one, but a good reveal, and I think they executed it well. Um, Episode 8, which was uh, previously on, was them going through all of Wanda's memories to, like, get to the core of Wanda and who she is. And then nine is the series finale where uh, it turns into a big Marvel CGI showdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eight and nine definitely were the episodes where it went full MCU. Yeah. So Tyler's Tyler had to go. Tyler's not here to really defend his choice for nine as his top pick. D- did he give it five stars or did he give it four and a half? I don't remember. Four and a half. Okay. He gave Tyler's, it the number one spot. I know I that. I know he gave it the number one spot, but I don't know if it was... Tyler's a big five. fan of large MCU battles. Yeah, that's true. I think everyone is, but I think with a with a show like this, and I'm not going to, you know, make too much fun of him because he's not here. Yeah. But, like, the beginning of the show, we were getting something, like, totally different. And I feel like everyone had different expectations of how they were going to try and end something that was so unique to the MCU. And they kind of just, like, threw that out the window and gave us, like, the classic ending. Yeah, yeah, I would say, so, like, um, before the show came out, Paul Bettany said that the first, like, the beginning of the show was very weird and strange. But then, like, by the final three episodes is where you get the big Marvel final showdown stuff. Like, that's something he said in how he described the show. And before the show came out, I was like, okay, that's good to hear. So there will be, like, some sort of Marvel stuff in this show. But once I saw the show, like, I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. Like, I wanted it to resolve itself in a different way. Yeah. And even, honestly, like, leading up to it, that is what I expected, that there would be some kind of Marvel theme, uh, like there usually is. But, Mm -hmm. like Trey said... After the first, like, couple of episodes, I kind of just forgot about it. I was like, oh, like, this is going to be, like, how it is for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I had nine in the middle of the pack. But I actually had eight as my second favorite episode. But we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. I had eight just above nine. Nine was my second to last. Um, I think, I don't think eight's a bad episode. I just think it's kind of similar to four, where it's, like, showing uh rather or telling rather than showing you know yeah you know shrey it's interesting because go ahead no 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 go 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 ahead christine okay i was gonna call shrey out here because shrey after this episode came out i remember you texting me and telling me that you liked this episode because i told you i didn't and you gave me all this perspective you were like well, we finally get to see, you know, Wanda's journey yeah. on screen and yada, yada, da. And, you know, it was nice to see her as a child and stuff. And now you're totally changing your tune. I, no, so I'm saying it's pretty good because we get to see that stuff. But at the same time, I do think it could have been better. I, I don't disagree with you that it's not the best. But I, I do stand by my original opinion that I think 
some of the stuff we do get to see is pretty cool. But um, yeah, yeah, I I really I enjoy like a lot of the scenes, um, because they're kind of I mean they're callbacks to the movies like the Civil War, um, scene with like her in the bedroom, that was like a big kind of callback to Civil War, and I feel like me liking Avengers Endgame so much and them going back in time and like watching themselves, um, in their own like you know worlds and situations, that's what this episode is doing, and I think that's what. I enjoy a lot about it um, because it's kind of funny because this one's my second favorite, but then episode four is my <laughs> least favorite. <laughs> so yeah. even though they're kind of the same uh, technique, I guess, but I don't know. I just feel like with this one now, I'm used to the whole, I'm, I'm, I'm more yeah. invested in the story than I was yeah. with the fourth. So yeah. maybe that's why. Well, it didn't, break the momentum as much it kind of kept yeah. rolling yeah the, it, it slowed the momentum or it started slowing down the show so that it could get to you know the finale which has to end it which makes sense for this point in the story whereas four felt like it was slowing it down when it was like fully on the gas yeah and like it still had so much left to go yeah uh i was also waiting for that rabbit to turn into a person Mm-hmm. What rabbit? What's his name? Senior, whatever. Oh, Senior yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that's another thing that I think we're gonna have to talk about in some of the problems I think we have. The with. I like well, the rabbit. Just generally, like some issues, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, so I think for for previously on, I um, want to keep on this episode a little bit. I had it kind I, of I in the too. middle. Yeah. My my biggest problem with it, I think, is. I am a big fan of origin stories, <laughs> origin story movies. That's not my problem with the episode. My problem is the way they present it because I don't want to see an origin story kind of like patched together with flashbacks, kind of how they did in this episode. I want to see it as its own thing. And I guess kind of having to see it in like a 40-minute episode like this uh, where it is like a bunch of stuff kind of already happened and you don't see it like building the person you kind of go backwards i didn't like it as much i know it's more like a style thing uh and like how you want to see it but it didn't vibe with me so yeah andrew that's a good point i mean like um on a kind of similar note uh spider-man homecoming at which point spider-man's already like a character who's been in some stuff and now he gets his own solo movie but it's not like an origin story necessarily that one it kind of hints at an origin that we all kind of know, but it doesn't explicitly go back and show us. And I like that about it. Yeah, because they didn't need an origin story for that. It was more a coming of age movie. You know, yeah. this episode was not really coming of age, not really sort of origin. It was an origin, uh, but like I would say origin, it was so but... late into her story that it. It, it was doesn't... deflated. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, another big thing that I didn't like about this, the eight and nine, was that um, it sets Wanda up to be, you know, another chosen one, where she's had powers since birth, and she's always meant to be the Scarlet Witch from birth, and it's no longer like she's just an ordinary person who was experimented on and became this hero, but she was always meant to be this person, which is... yeah. 
which but, I feel like is an issue that DC always has, but Marvel has been really good at making their characters, you know, like just people that this happens to. They're yeah, they're you all want self-made heroes. Yeah, and which takes kind of, away from the moment. It takes away from the moment in Age of Ultron when Hawkeye's like hyping her up uh, to like go out there and be badass. But, yeah, yeah, totally agree about that. Which kind of takes us into nine with the the Scarlet Witch reveal, which is cool in the moment. It's a really cool outfit. It's great that she's finally the Scarlet Witch. But like, yeah. we already knew that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. the The suit is really cool. It's great that she finally got a cool uh, superhero costume in the MCU. Yeah. Even though the Halloween costume, great costume, heavily <laughs> underrated. Yes. Um, but yeah. Then episode nine. Episode nine, we all had pretty low, if I'm correct. Right? Except Tyler. Except for Tyler. Tyler had it high. Neela, did you have it low as well? Which one? Episode nine? Mm-hmm. I had it at number five. Okay, so in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say my problem with nine, we've kind of mentioned it, is the it the, it goes into, you know, the generic MCU stuff, um, and it kind of ignores all of the plot threads that it started throughout the show, or it explains them away very quickly, um, and it feels like it no longer cares about what it was at the beginning. You know, it it sort of wraps up Wanda's emotional story, but also I feel like by the end of the with the post credit scene it kind of undoes her whole journey in the show yeah that is one thing that i really kind of i think it would have been fixed if the show was not canon they i feel like they would have had so much more freedom Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of be way more explorative in what they want to do with it Uh, but the fact that they had to kind of fit it in with what's going on you know in like movies coming up and you know the whole universe i think it limited them because Mm -hmm. in this last episode you know they were like okay scarlet witch is like powerful now and we get to like basically delete everything that happened you know Mm -hmm. like they deleted the whole town basically Uh, well not only that i'm saying like they undid her whole journey in the show because the whole thing is about her dealing and processing with her grief and learning how to deal with that. And so she eventually comes to terms with it and she's able to say goodbye to Vision and her kids on her own terms and do that. But then the post credit scene, you see her with the Darkhold trying to find her children again. Like she's doing the exact mm-hmm. same thing where she's trying to bring back something that's dead, something that's gone. And is she not just going to go through the whole same, yeah. you know, like, she was relatively a villain in the show, you know, or like Ellie, her grief was, she was the villain of the show. And this is basically just setting her up to be a villain again. It's kind of confusing because like her kids never really existed Mm -hmm. in, in the real world. She like made them up and became very emotionally attached to them. Um, so she's basically like just trying to create people that she can interact with. Mm-hmm. I just find it so strange. Like I don't feel like it 
fits in with her character though. I don't know. I I understand it because it like she feels like she's experienced so much loss that she wants to bring those people back. Yeah. I I can see but, what the I mean vision... like you said she went she's supposed to have gone through growth during exactly, the yeah. and so it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Christina, you look like you really wanted to say something. Yeah. Well, I I've been thinking about this as we've been talking and I think the whole plot with her having kids is kind of odd because no, like no one I don't think really like loves them as characters like Tommy and Billy are kind of just there and they're kind of important to the story but they also probably could have figured out a way to do it without them and part of the issue with them growing up so fast is that you never really get to know them because obviously from being like a baby to being a 10 year old you change a lot so we never got to like you know learn like their quirks and their personality so it wasn't really that emotional for us when they died yeah i yeah i could i I don't care about the kids at all i think (laughs) i think the biggest thing so they're there to act as her new family since she no longer has like people like she doesn't believe vision is dead which is why she brings vision back and then all the other people in her life who she loved are actually dead in her eyes which is why she doesn't bring them back but she wants to start a new family which is why i guess the kids exist so i can understand that but i also definitely think it's just because they really wanted to do the house of m storyline from the comics which is where she has billy and tommy and it's a pretty similar plot they really just wanted to recreate that and so it's an excuse to bring in billy and tommy there yeah, I read about that, but honestly, like, from the second that they brought the kids in, like, initially, I wasn't even, like, that, I wasn't, like, completely against it, but I wasn't really that excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more like, this feels just, like, kind of random, and I feel like throughout the whole um, series, like, we never, they never really got to be the main characters that they should have been. And like, like Andrew so bluntly put it, I didn't really care about them dying in the end. Like Vision, that was actually really sad because they like established him as like a huge Dude, emotional piece. Vision's of died like four yeah. or five times in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been and sad it gets every harder time. every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it, they do a good job of like not only attaching him to the characters in the show, but the audience too. Mm-hmm. And that's something that yeah. they didn't do with the kids. Yeah. Then I think the other thing we got to talk about in nine before we just kind of like get into a general talk about the show is um, white vision. Yeah, white yeah. vision. He's creepy. Creepy. Yeah. I like when his eyes turn normal. I think mm-hmm. he looks okay when they do that. Yeah. I think their fight is. I think it's a cool, interesting. Anticlimactic. It's anticlimactic, but I think in the moment it's interesting. It's visually interesting, you know. It's they're yeah. actually using their powers to fight rather than just punching and kicking. It is yeah. actually like using their powers. I mean, like in the library when they're talking. Yeah, I like. It's an interesting way to end the fight because I know they're like. I don't know. I know they're probably trying to go for something besides just beating each other up. Mm-hmm. But, but, I, but in the end, it's really. I felt there. like it was kind of lame. Yeah. It's it's kind of a cop out for like explaining 
what vision stories may be or like ending it on a cliffhanger because now i'm like yeah, okay is white vision just gonna be vision now like do they have vision back that's how i'm i hope it. not because he's creepy looking like if we have to yeah, look at yeah. that for the next like four <laughs> movies no thanks he's probably gonna like change his color well, well the thing is now he yeah. is just vision because they said like um like he's he has the original parts and now he has the memories too so now he and is so, Vision. Like, does this Vision also love Wanda? Yeah. Now Vision's just back. Yeah. Yeah. When he is just Vision is because terrible. before he leaves, he says, he says, I am Vision. Yeah. Which I have a problem with because Iron yeah. Man. But he <laughs> I says, am I am Vision. vision. And, then he, and then he just flies away. And we don't see him for the rest of the it also, It's like, okay. Which also pisses me off because it's, again, yeah. another example of them killing the whole weight of wanda's whole story her arc because like now vision's not dead she could just have vision back vision's death in infinity war ultimately meant nothing because now he's back yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird because it seems like she doesn't know he's back at the yeah. end of the show she doesn't know he's back but he's but going gonna to find show, out right? he's gonna show up like in the future stuff and then he's gonna so be her bloody. reaction will be interesting yeah yeah oh yeah I thought that they said that, like, White Vision or the New Vision or whatever had all the memories but didn't have the emotions. Yeah, Did the I make memories, that up? but not the data, he said, I think. Yeah, does that mean? Maybe he saw that on, like, TikTok. No, he has the, the original the memories. He has the original, uh, the original, like, pieces, but none of the data. And then Vision, like, touches his head, gives him the memories. Right. And brings it back. So then, and Vision okay. has the memories, but none of the original parts. Yeah, I like seeing some of Vision's mind powers. Yeah, just a little I, bit. The first time, so the way I watched this is I would watch like the episodes myself, and then I'd watch it with family because like I didn't want it to get spoiled throughout the day for me. <laughs> um, but I would say like the first, the first few episodes where he does like that mind zap thing. The when I was watching it on my own, I'd be like, hmm. How is he doing that? Like, why does Vision have the power to do that? And then I remember that he literally has, like, the Mind Stone in his head. Yeah. Like, he has mind powers. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I I always thought Vision should be, like, way more powerful than Wanda. I mean, he literally is an Infinity Stone. Yeah. Although I guess yeah. the, we get the reason why he's not. Yeah. Because she's the Scarlet Witch. You know? And she's the most powerful being in existence at the moment that we know of. I also think that's kind of a like, kind of like a. Is she gonna fight the rest of the Avengers? Captain Marvel. She's more powerful than Captain Marvel. Are they gonna fight? I think that would be good. I want them to powers. fight now. Well, yeah, they're different. But... They're both created by Mind Stone or Infinity Stones, though. Different stones, but. I want one of each superhero that is <laughs> made from stones to fight each other. I think they're the only two, Andrew. The battle and Royale. Vision. <laughs> okay. They're the only three. Well, we need some more. <laughs> and Quicksilver, I guess. Yeah, but we know he didn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> He's already lost. He, he couldn't hold up against a gun. He's not going to stand a chance in any of these fights. He should have just guy. caught the bullet, man. Yeah. Um. All right. I do feel a bit bad like talking bad about the show because I think I overall liked it. 
but there are some stuff there are some more problems that I think we have to get into and amongst those I think is the setup for theories that they had throughout the show like there were plenty of theories throughout the show and there's a reason for that and it's because they gave you so many hints at things and while I don't like fault the finale for not like giving us like comic booky stuff I more fault it for giving us you know very obvious hints of things or like very heavily implying stuff just to like mess with you rather than to like actually have it mean something could you give an example just yeah so like like i feel like the um, boner thing that that's a whole other thing that we gotta talk about but what i would say the ralph boner <laughs> is quicksilver yeah. um i would say oh. one of the big examples is the engineer they keep talking about this friend her engineer who can make like the thing to go through the hex they keep like you know pointing towards it or like referencing it and setting it up for something and it's just nothing there, there's like no reveal there you know mm-hmm. and i i guess like even without it like being like a super famous marvel character i would have liked to see it actually like build up to have some sort of like satisfying reveal of like it being somebody with meaning rather than just being a no-name because we didn't even find out who that friend is yeah i i thought it was okay i thought it was more just like okay we need a truck i know someone that can get us a truck and then they get the person that gets in the truck and then the truck doesn't work well basically it was all a waste of time it doesn't matter yeah but then the big thing that christina mentioned is a lot of the stuff with agatha and uh Quicksilver. So the stuff with Agatha is the animals. Like I would say the repeated shots focusing on the animals when we're like in end of episode seven <laughs> and in eight is definitely, you know, like um it feels it's like teaser. it's hinting at something and it's it's very purposeful because those are also things from the comics that they yes. lifted there. Like oh Mephisto being a fly, like why? Why do you focus on the shot of the fly? Mephisto being the rabbit too, because his name is Senor Scratchy, yeah. and like that. Oh my gosh, it, it killed me. Yeah, but the um the references to Ralph those don't pay off in any way. You have no idea who Ralph is. He's nobody. Who's um, Ralph? Yeah, it doesn't look Ag- like she has a husband. Agnes like, husband. It feels Which, like she lives yeah. alone. Oh, no, it's Ralph Boner. It's Ralph. That's that's yeah. who it is. Oh, yeah. just okay. kidding. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, the Quicksilver one is the worst one, I would say. So, uh, we've kind of gone over how, like, you see him and you're like, oh, it's X-Men Quicksilver. We're going to get, like, a crossover. And then... You get to, um, you get to the reveal where it's just Ag- Agatha picking some guy and using him as her eyes. Um, which okay, fine. It's not a Pietro that we know of, or at least nobody of meaning to her. But I would say the wording in that also. She says, "I wanted him. He's just my eyes." Means that he has powers already. She's just 
inhabiting him so she can spy, you know? How does he have the speed powers? So it, I guess in that way it also implies, you know, that he actually is Quicksilver. And also the casting of Evan Peters. It's very much like, it's a very purposeful casting, and they say it's just to mess with people, which I don't think should be the motivation for casting, you know? It should be kind of plot-based. Like, them choosing to recast Pietro is just a thing to mess with you, which I don't yeah. think is good plot for them, you know? Yeah. Because it would have been just as effective if it was just Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think. And right. if it was going to be just a random recasting, it could have just literally been anybody. And he doesn't the the whole like his whole character doesn't even fit into the kind of the overall plot of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Or it, it, even if he does, he completely contradicts it because he knows about the hex, like he mm-hmm. knows it's all made up. And he's, like, living in it. Which means, if he knows about the Hex and he knows that it's made up, then he knows about Mephisto. And he's just choosing not to do anything about it. Yeah. So it's like, it's like what? It, it doesn't make sense because... Yeah, it, it feels like a very purposeful casting, which ends up being a casting just to mess with you and throw you off. Which I don't think should be motivation for casting. Andrew, do you yeah, have an opinion here? It. I mean, I did. I literally didn't know about it. I thought it was just some random guy. Yeah. So it didn't bother me that much. I was. I don't think his character was necessary to the plot. Yeah. I don't and they kind of they, they do kind of just ignore his story by the end. Yeah. You know? I mean, they just explain I, away. The thing is, he appears and is gone in not a very significant amount of time in mm-hmm. terms of the whole show yeah and I kind of i don't know he he was just there he was kind of like the kids were except he got more lines you yeah know? like i didn't i know he was quicksilver but i also kind of didn't think he actually was quicksilver because he's a different guy yeah like that didn't make any sense to me so it, it fully the casting fully relies on you being a fan of the MCU and the X-Men. Yeah, because I'm not... I, I like, haven't seen X-Men, so I didn't know what yeah. was going on. And I think if you're going to rely on your knowledge of X-Men for that casting, then why do you just ignore that in the reveal? You know? So I, mm-hmm. I'd say those kind of the bigger overarching problem in the end of WandaVision is that they set up stuff and then they just don't care to explain it in any way or like conclude the story in any meaningful way. Like Darcy, who's been such a big part of the show the whole time, she like she crashes into Hay she has one scene in the yeah. finale. It's crashing into Hayward and then like waving at him. And then she like she leaves the show off screen. They explain it away. She yeah. has okay. no conclusion to her story. That part was not good, but I did appreciate that they included Darcy in the show because yeah. I thought she was a good character in Thor. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's annoying sometimes, but I feel like that's part I feel of the like character. She was in, I feel like she was more annoying in the first two Thor movies. Yeah, I I would say, um, 
one of the good things that this show did is that it kind of like uh you know renewed interest in characters from lesser known or lesser liked marvel properties it's like darcy mm-hmm. from thor one and two not a very well liked character they turned her into almost a fan favorite in wandavision jimmy woo in ant-man and the wasp nobody <laughs> yeah, really cared jimmy about woo. him in that he appears here everybody loves him and then uh, also Monica Rambeau. Nobody really cared about her in Captain Marvel, which also didn't get great reviews. And then they love the character here. And I would say uh, Monica Rambeau is the character that they failed the most in this show, in my personal opinion. Right. It's yeah. not that I don't care about her as a character. It's that like in the context of this show, I don't care. It's They, they stopped caring about her like halfway through. Like, they were building up her character to advance to somewhere and do something. And then they just don't. Like, they give her powers. They don't stop to explain it, like, or explain anything that she could do. They just show you that she can see some weird stuff. And then she suddenly is able to do something. Yeah, she had to explain that to me. Uh, yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, in the the comics, she's a superhero. Uh, I forget what her, what she's called. Neil, do you remember? Um, I don't, but I can like look it up. Yeah, she so she's able to like see like electricity and like power lines and stuff, I think. And so then she's able to control some sort of energy. So that's what the thing gave her. But yeah, her powers are fully unexplained in the show, and in the finale, all she does is she gets caught by ralph she's sitting there she knocks him down in one moment and then she goes and stands in front of um she stands in front of hayward's gun and stops two bullets and that's it for her she has Mm -hmm. like five different aliases like cap one of them's captain marvel the the uh, big one is captain marvel and what's the other one photon photon it's photon and uh captain marvel because um, her mom was like Maria Photon Rambo, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to call her Monica. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think, they... honestly, something about this show, though, that I do kind of appreciate is like um, just comparing it to another big Disney TV show, uh, Mandalorian. Like, Mandalorian took a lot of characters that we already knew um and like they were able to make the episodes good because the audience was already so interested in the characters because there's already like a foundation for them from the old movies Mm -hmm. whereas this show took some character or tried to take some characters that we didn't really have that like jimmy woo barely monica barely um and then pretty much everyone else not at all except for vision of course Mm -hmm. um and they took those characters and they tried to like roll with them, which I do appreciate because I think even though like we've kind of shat on them this whole episode, like they didn't do that bad of a job. Yeah. Um, it's still a good show. So. I feel like we, we've really been focusing on pointing out the stuff that we didn't like because I feel like that's easier to identify. But as a yeah. whole, I think we all generally like the show. Yeah. You know? Like we thought it was well done. It was really well made. I would just say, like, you know, the, pl- the 
overall trajectory of the show and the plotting maybe was not as good as we would have liked it to be. Yeah, I think one of the the coolest things that I liked about the show was that it tried to emulate old sitcoms. Mm -hmm. And that kind of worked into the plot also, but I appreciated that because I like old sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, one thing we're not giving it enough credit for is how much it tried to do. Like, we are saying that it tried to do a lot of things and it didn't succeed in doing them, but I think we have to give it credit for trying to do them in the first place. Because, like, in what other world does, like, a major franchise, like, like, right after two of their biggest movies, you know, you got Endgame and Spider-Man, the next step is this weird little sitcom, (laughs) sitcom show starring, like, two not particularly well-loved characters from the movies and now they are yeah yeah one thing disney plus does with their shows is make everyone obsessed with the characters while the show is coming out mandalorian and grogu that's everyone's personality for the eight weeks that mandalorian is airing (laughs) wandavision that was all anyone's personality was for those eight weeks (laughs) and now falcon and winter soldier it's Maybe to a lesser extent, but definitely, like, people are like, oh, my God, Winter Soldier is my favorite character of all time. Like, you didn't care about him, like, three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a positive of it, is that they are able to make you care so much about the characters. Um, we, we haven't really talked about the thing that we mentioned towards the beginning, Andrew, which is watching it in the you know week by week versus the binging oh yeah i don't i don't know how you want me to go about describing this yeah i mean i i feel like personally the watching it as it was released was the best way to watch it you know because of how how theory heavy the show was was getting that like discussion every week you know theorizing and everything and because the mystery is maintained across episodes and you kind of have to sit and stew on it for a while. Whereas, like, in the binging, Andrew, like, you were able to, you know, kind of just see it, like, right away. You you needed an answer, it's there ready for you. Yeah, that would be true. I did not yeah. stew on things very long. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did Neil, Tyler, and I accidentally ruin any things for you like did you accidentally read any of our chats while we were discussing episodes no i mean i'm not gonna lie i usually ignore what you guys are talking about nice (laughs) (laughs) i'll get the notification and i'm like oh they're talking about this show i'm leaving because i don't know i i didn't know if i was gonna watch wandavision or not because honestly i am not a fan at all of yeah i guess big franchises kind of making like series also and then like you have to watch the series to know what's going on in the movies so you mean this one instance and star wars star wars and (laughs) this well it's happening more often now i don't want to like go watch a tv show yeah and also the thing what is it um gosh i don't know it's dropping my mind right now the, is it, the, are you thinking of like another the shield movie the shield 
um, Agents of TV Shield. Show. Yeah. yeah. Well, I that one wasn't as connected. Like you didn't. I know you don't like to have to watch the movies, but I don't like that they create series that you're like expected to watch, basically. Agents uh, of to Shield get, though to get you the didn't full need. experience. Agents of I Shield, guess. you don't need that at all. Well, I don't. I don't like that they made Agents of Shield. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because I didn't watch it. Maybe I should just watch it. Yeah, Andrew, I think if but, you watched Agents of Agents of Shield, you'd have a different opinion. But I don't know. It looked like NCIS to me. <laughs> it, it definitely is kind of like with aliens. I am not a big cop show fan, or you know. Yeah. I don't know. Procedural dramas. Yeah. Very so boring. okay, so. Back to the point, I didn't know if I was going to watch this or not, so I wasn't really, like, like excited or anything. I was like, oh, the next episode's coming out. No, uh, I didn't, I still haven't seen The Mandalorian, so I wasn't like that for that either. Oh my god. Um, I don't know, I don't, like, get super excited about shows coming out, I guess. But, so, I don't know, maybe, I... I definitely think I've missed out on some of the experience being involved in all the media going on around it. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I also like nothing was spoiled for me because I wasn't looking for it and it didn't show up on my stuff because that's not really what I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I guess I kind of went in not knowing that much and I watched the whole thing and I thought it was good. I liked the emulation. You know, mm -hmm. I liked, I liked the acting and the dialogue. I thought it had good humor. I thought the ending kind of fell flat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, it was really good. I, I'd I say that's. I'd to... say one of the big things that's an interesting trend in these in the recent Marvel stuff has been, um, you know, them revisiting older stuff or like older projects that maybe weren't as beloved as they had hoped they would be and kind of like you know bringing back the love for that you know like um age of ultron was a very important movie i forget for what like was it was it endgame was it it's for like everything everything yeah. after it yeah age of ultron became surprisingly important um thor the dark world became important to endgame um, here we got the Thor movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel and all that, which I feel like is a cool thing that they did. Yeah, I mean, I kind of forgot about Age of Ultron, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Oh, me too. I gotta say, I, I, I liked Age of Ultron from when it came out. It's, I admit, it's not a great movie. But I like it. It's pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I liked watching it. But yeah. basically, I was like, Okay, this is what I need to know from the movie. Everything else I don't remember. I was like, Vision exists. This wand of girl exists. I didn't. I I like forget about Quicksilver because he basically didn't matter. Like yeah. he's in the movie. Uh, he was Hawkeye should have died instead. I so I do wonder how much screen time Quicksilver had total in the MCU. Like, so you didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I bet he has like maybe twenty minutes. In, I'm looking it up. In the entire hundred two and a half minutes of screen time. What? Uh, oh, what? this is an X Men. This is an X Men. 
this is an X Men. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay, this is That's interesting. That's the longest two and a half minutes. He, he really Vision. is fast. <laughs> Vision has eight minutes and forty-one seconds in Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's not surprising. And he doesn't show Quicksilver up until the has almost 27 minutes. Okay. He beats Hulk and his sister and Hawkeye and Thor. What? Uh, wow. Wait, what? Thor, Thor goes on his time. own adventure. I'm surprised Hawkeye doesn't have more because oh, like, yeah. they make him like a main character in that one. Hawkeye has like 20 minutes. Hmm. I saw a TikTok of that like Hawkeye's been at or Hawkeye, every battle that the Avengers have lost, Hawkeye hasn't been there. And that's why he lost. <laughs> that's why they lost. That, that is true. The, I, ten, I, the ten guys he <laughs> takes down was the difference. Exactly. I mean, like, you, we do see he becomes like a one-man killing machine after yeah. Infinity War. So there is some factor there. There's nothing wrong with Hawkeye. He just doesn't have as much going for him as the others. That sounds like I think Hawkeye should get like a cool Iron Man suit with a bow and arrow. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hawkeye's gonna get the Wanda treatment like, in his own show. Aren't they? Aren't they making someone else Hawkeye though? Like. It's him. Did I make him that training up? Haley Seinfeld as Bishop. But Bishop. is that or his Kate daughter Bishop. or? No. Oh, it's just a random girl. Yeah. Got it. That's weird. Mm-hmm. As a female, I can say I would not do that. <laughs> you wouldn't train with Jeremy Renner? Absolutely not, no. Would you join the Jeremy Renner social media app? No, no thank app. you. Thank he, he you made, so much for the offer, but he, I'm good. He made his own social media app. Do you guys not know this? No. No. It's for what? interacting directly with Jeremy Renner. You guys are going to have to do some research <laughs> on this. You're kidding. <laughs> Maybe we should get back to talking about WandaVision. Yeah, let's let's get back to WandaVision. <laughs> I no, you're about to say something. Media. I was just going to say, oh, okay, the last thing. I swear to God, I saw Jeremy Renner in Palatine. I could swear. That's a lie. <laughs> I, I promise you. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, I, right, I, I just wanted to say with WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. No, with WandaVision. With WandaVision. Okay. okay. Um, Jeremy should have been in it. Shit, now I forgot. So, Go on. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I mean, he is kind of an important figure in Wanda's life. Like, he shows up right? for her. Like, He's like a mentor. Yeah, constantly. True. Kind of shocked he wasn't. He should appear as a figment of her subconscious. Yeah. Um. I do think the show was good at pulling at your heartstrings. Did that effectively. Did that well. And when did you almost cry? Uh, I don't think I cried, or almost. came close to crying in this. Christina, did you cry? Wow, why is it because I'm a woman? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Shrey. And yeah, I did cry. <laughs> there, okay. there we go. <laughs> Neil, did I you cry? When, wait, dog. when did you? When did no, you I cry? actually did not. Okay, Christina, when did you cry? when vision died for like honestly yeah. i don't know what it was because i watched the finale twice i watched it by myself and then with my father the first time i really couldn't tell you why maybe i was just having a bad day i absolutely lost it like i sobbed and then the second time i was like wow this episode isn't even that good <laughs> so <laughs> did your dad cry? no he had no idea what was going on to be honest <laughs> 
I think my parents might have slept through part of the finale. So they didn't really get the emotional climax or care about it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, any more overall thoughts on the show? I feel like we need to give it a bit more positives given that our general overall view is positive. Um, let's see. We're critical because we love it. Yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen absolutely nails... Like, she's a really good leading role in this. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I could see you're getting nominated for, like, uh... Well, like, being able to do all the different kinds of episodes, mm-hmm. she had to be, like... I don't know. Like, different ways of speaking. And, I mean... The fact that they're going like in and out of an accent, I know that's probably typical of actors, mm-hmm. but I was impressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, one being week able you're to filming, change your character. Yeah. Yeah, one the, week you're filming this theme. thing, next week you have to film a totally different tone. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think I will say, I feel like this is the first time, uh, like, Scarlet Witch has felt like a super duper important character even though like she was kind of the main uh reason behind the whole civil war story and (laughs) i guess in infinity war she kind of kills vision and then thanos like whatever the whole deal she's like sort of important in each one but like important here she's really important yeah and i feel like a a lot of that has to do with the dynamic between elizabeth olsen and paul bettany Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they they really yeah. do Overall, have great like, chemistry. Yeah, just as a character and like as a performance, I think she nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, um, like set design and costume, it was both phenomenal. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, I do think it showed that Marvel can work on a smaller screen, like on TV which is a positive, you know, it's not entirely. It's just a way for Disney to make more money. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. It doesn't Trey, matter. you didn't know about my, my home theater. Small oh, screen. Are you, are you going to show what it off? Um, <laughs> sure. Hold on. <laughs> All right. For, for those of you who are not with us. In my person. second monitor, behold. <laughs> oh, Wow. Andrew just showed up his second monitor. It's the big screen. He's got the show pulled up and everything. Yeah, I know because I forgot what each episode is about. (laughs) I had to remember. Um, all right. I think that kind of summarizes our thoughts. I guess the last thing I wanted to do is kind of get an idea of where you guys think you rank this in your overall Marvel rankings. Oh no! I'm not ranking this with the movie Shrey. I already told you. Television series automatically at the bottom. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> I wow. don't care how good they are. <laughs> Alright. Well, since I'm... this was since I didn't prepare, I will pull up my list and then stick it <laughs> where I feel appropriate. Okay. Christina, you can take a no. little time to think about it. I will putting won't. you on the spot. <laughs> no. Your gut reaction, where do you put it? I there's can't do it. there's twenty four MCU projects. What do you think this is? Like, if you just gave it, like, a number. Um, give it a good range. Ah, uh, yeah, you can give it a range. I'm going to say... Want. Like, a range of four, I guess, is the biggest range we would accept here. 
Okay, it's funny because if you had asked me before, like, two hours ago what I thought of the show, I would have said I loved it, but I feel like all we did was, like, shit on it. <laughs> um, wow. There's 24, Ooh. you said? Yeah, 23 movies in okay. this. Uh, I, I am going to be honest, as we've been talking about this, I dropped this in my rankings by three. Yeah, we're going to feel like horrible people after this. Yeah. I'll give you a yeah. real ranking if you want, as okay. Christina thinks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's a little bit hard to compare with the other movies just because yeah. they tried to do it differently and then they kind of form-fitted it in the second half. Mm-hmm. So I would say because of that, maybe in the 8 to 12 range... Okay. I would I would say mid to upper half. That that's kind of where I had it. So, I I originally had it at eight, <laughs> like right under Winter Soldier, uh, which was at my seven, and I recently dropped it to eleven. So I put Infinity War over it, Civil War, and Iron Man three, and then yeah. it's right I might, above I might actually of Guardians. Yeah. the The thing is, it's it's such a completely different way of having to tell a story you know develop characters tell the story yeah it's hard to compare them and i think the reason i was going to put it automatically at the bottom because it's a series is because i think it's so much more difficult in a series to Mm -hmm. build it in segments like that and it doesn't work as well yeah so neil what did you think i have it at 18 only because... Neil, what's your number one? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Endgame. No, uh, not Endgame. <laughs> you lie, Neil. You lie. It's the Dark World. Okay. Civil War. What's your number 23? Dark World. Please tell me Dark uh, World. Neil. No. What? What? what is 24 is Dark World. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then... I'm sorry, is Hulk is, uh... not in there then? Is what oh, I'm... right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 is Hulk, yes, yes, yes. That's okay, what I left yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> What's 24? 24 is Hulk. No, oh, no, no. Tw- Hulk, is not, Hulk is not the bottom. Hulk's right above Dark World. Yeah, yeah, Hulk Iron is Man above Dark World. One, guys, yeah. Dark World was not that bad. Come on. It is. No, it's pretty bad. I think <laughs> it was worse than WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you, you know said you wouldn't give me food or water till I gave you like a number for this it'd be the low teens okay so you know like somewhere between like was... 11 and 14 yeah yeah oh yeah. so oh the higher so okay. Andrew and I... yeah no, that's high teens. Oh, I guess that's low number... teens yeah so... I said low teens guys, <laughs> high teens but... is like 19 that's well, the that, highest but teen. That... <laughs> yeah but I understand it got confusing because yeah. we're ranking I'm yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> so overall we liked it but it's pretty mixed because we generally like everything in the mcu yeah, yeah. that's yeah, why that's i don't it. rank it i i would feel that if, here's the thing if they went along with how they started the show and maybe made it like sort of a psychological mm-hmm. thriller slash horror show this could have been really high i think like that, that would have been like way up there mm-hmm Top three, maybe even yeah. yeah. yeah my top even, three is strong. Even being a I don't know what my top three are. All right, Christine, we're putting you on the spot. 
rank your top three MCU movies. No, I'm not going to. All 24 MCU movies. I can't even think of all of them at one stream. Just make an episode of the podcast where you guys take me like an hour to remember. Yeah. Christine, do you not have like one favorite that you can think of? I guess the original Avengers. Spider Man. Wow. I don't like Spider-Man, sorry. I don't like Tom Holland. It's like a big oh, issue for Jesus. me. Jesus. Okay, what about... Right, we, we, we gotta silence her. <laughs> <laughs> what about the original Spider-Man? Cut her mic. <laughs> <laughs> with Bonesaw. I had this issue with the Star Wars episode, too. You made me rank them. Yeah. Well, we won't make you do that. Um, we'll, we'll stick to WandaVision for now. We'll, we'll discuss your Marvel rankings at a later date, Christina. Christina. That date doesn't exist. <laughs> Christina, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? No. <laughs> no? Oh. Do you just not like oh, Spider-Man, period? Do you I like really, Andrew Garfield I think Spider-Man, Spider-Man? I'm in love with Andrew Garfield. Is it Garfield, because he's hot? So. Oh, my God. No, I just... I, Emma Stone. Okay, that's okay. true. Okay. <laughs> Hello? And she... I'll accept she, yeah. yeah, I'll accept that. Man, um, end of Spider-Man 2... <laughs> All right, but before we get too off track, but sorry, we're still talking about one division. Do we have any final thoughts here? I feel like it was a good show. Yeah, I feel like the best way to summarize our thoughts on it, maybe not Tyler's, is that overall we liked it a pretty. It got good worse amount. as it went on. It got worse as it yeah. went on, but we liked it a pretty good amount, and that's because. But we kind of have it towards the middle, the bottom of our MCU stuff because we like MCU stuff so much, you know. We have high expectations, yeah. Yes, at this point. I have a, I have a final comment. Yes, Andrew. If if you liked episode two, you should watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like or the Dick new Van one, Dyke or like show, the old you one. know. Okay, I yeah. guess. Yeah, maybe the <laughs> the show that it's actually based off of. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. My dad was the one who pointed that out. I think episode two is actually isn't that Bewitched? Yeah. Well, yeah. here's episode the thing. One my, dad got, my dad got my dad got so excited because in episode two they do that thing where they push the beds together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in the Dick Van Dyke show, after like the first two seasons they were magically sleeping in one bed. Like, they went from sleeping in <laughs> different beds to sleeping in the same bed. So he got really excited about that. Shout out to my dad. Nice. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I think that's about summarizes our thoughts on WandaVision. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, uh, please, or even if you have been listening to all of our episodes... Please leave us a review on iTunes, uh, a positive one. It helps us find more <laughs> listeners. Uh, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. We hope you have th- nice things to say. Um, otherwise, you can find us on pretty much all social media at DSC Pod. We're on Twitter. We're on. They Instagram. have a TikTok. We yeah, do have a TikTok we now. We are on TikTok. Yeah, we got some pretty fire clips up there. If you want to check those out. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> let's get us trending on tiktok uh but other that than that the worst thing you could have said <laughs> guys hashtag <laughs> hashtag for you page hashtag fyp hashtag fyp xyz abc or whatever it is uh but otherwise this has been double stuff cinema thanks for listening get stuffed